The biggest thing that I've learned is you need to stay current. You need to stay in contact with everybody you come across. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? Sean Black and FM Evolution. Welcome to episode 37. Today, we're talking to Jacques over at Ghost App. I'm excited to have him back on the show. We had an amazing time last time he was here, and it was one of the most popular downloaded episodes. I think it's because in this market today, we all know it is tough. There's a lot of stuff going on there. The economy is booming. Finding the right people is tough to do. So today, we're talking about co-employment, all the benefits that come with it, and how that works in a market like ours. So stay tuned. You're not going to miss this. But before that, here's a word from our sponsor. CGP Maintenance and Construction Services Incorporated is not just a general contractor. They build, service, and maintain facilities while self-performing for some of the largest brands in the nation. With over 33 years in business, they've got what it takes to be the partner you deserve in today's fast-paced facility management marketplace. Welcome to FM Evolution. I am your host, Sean Black, and today... I'm excited to have my friend back on the show, Jacques Alberon from Ghost App. What's up, buddy? What's going on, son? What's up, man? How's everybody doing out there? Uh, very good. I'm Thank happy you. to be back on the show. I'm glad to have you back on. Um, your episode, uh, if I had a, like a little award I could give out, would be to you because your episode was so highly rated. And I think it's because you guys are so relevant in what we are all doing today. And um, um, for those who don't know who Ghost App is, tell me a little bit about the company. No, absolutely. So we are a family-owned and operated company. Uh, We are a staffing firm servicing all needs to our clients. So we are non-specific. We can can tailor our programs to our clients' needs to be able to find them anything from uh, entry level to executive needs and everything in the middle. Awesome, man. Today, I want to talk uh, about the benefits of co-employment, and we'll go through that in, in a second, but I like to ask people at the beginning of the show kind of what people are reading gives me a good idea of what I can read next, but, aboard, but more importantly, what's going on with them and, and kind of the culture of the company. So, Jacques, what are you reading right now? Sure. So, um, my reading list is vast, and it's, it's, it ranges. Yeah. Um, I, I just finished up reading The Prince uh, by Niccolo Machiavelli, and I have started, and I'm a good ways through The 4-Hour Workweek. Nice. I like The 4-Hour Workweek. It's a good one. The other one, I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> Sounds really cool, though. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a tough read. Uh, I decided I wanted to get the original instead of a summary, which probably would have been the best route, uh, but it's a text that was written by Niccolo Machiavelli uh, in a sense as a guide on how to best manage uh, cities, populations, but the techniques and the theories can be applied to, uh, to business, business management, people management, all of the above. So that's cool. I feel like you definitely got to 
expand out what you're reading and, and, but, and which is what that is, you know, you're really kind of getting a different perspective, but at the same time directly relates to, to your, to your focus, man. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're staffing and even though I'm not directly managing uh, all of our employees, our external employees, uh, but at any, at any given point in time, we're, we're, we're employing, you know, 2000, 3000 people. Uh, which, you know, in of its of itself, I mean, that's, that, that could be a township. It could be a small city. Yeah. You good. Know? Uh, so you, you know, we, we, sometimes, sometimes it's, everything is forward thinking. Sometimes we got to look back to understand, um, you know, the but principles. If you don't know where you've been. You don't know how to get there, where you're going. So. Yeah. Hey, everybody still references Sun Tzu, the art of war, right? In that's business. right. So, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot of good principles in those texts. Uh, that we can that we can learn from and apply in our in our in our modern lives. Love it, man. So today I want to talk to you about co-employment. Um, and you know what? Could you just kind of define co-employment for me? Let me tell me a little bit about it. Uh, so essentially, co-employment is uh, two businesses entering into an agreement where both have responsibilities to the employee. And so, so in a staffing situation, yeah. So in a staffing situation, we're looking at, uh, for example, contractor X uh, says, hey, I need some general laborer. I need a plumber. I need a drywaller. Uh, they are under our um, payroll and our employment, but we are supplying them to contractor X. Uh, and then we enter an agreement to where we are co-employing these individuals that are on the project. Got it. I think that will probably be, I know... For a lot of companies, either A, they're seasonal, or B, they're growing, they're expanding, they need new people, or C, they just need a specialized trade for this one project. Uh, but I, I don't know, would you say like the biggest benefit to that is just risk management overall, being able to partner with a company like yours, or what, what's your opinion? Absolutely. So it's definitely, in my opinion, the biggest selling point for entering into a co-employment agreement uh, with a company such as ourselves is the risk management. Okay. So you have in individuals that are experts in their field uh, that can handle all of the back-end things um, for these employees on a need basis. Yeah. So they don't have, right. So, you know, we're going to be doing all of the background checks. We're going to, we're going to minimize the risk. We're going to mitigate all that. We're going to do all the vetting of the individuals as they are being hired. Um, and then should, you know, God forbid anything happens, we, we mitigate the risk of those individuals as well, because we, at Ghost Staff, we do handle all the workman's comp um, things. And if you think about it, you know, you really do want someone that's going to be versed in these issues. That's going to, that's going to be an expert in the field to be able to handle this. Yeah. There's so many ins and outs. There's so many legalities to things about how to approach this. And if you're a small contractor, say you're a small contractor and you have one or two guys and something happens, you know, I'm willing to step out on the ledge here and say that, you know, nine out of 10 of them are not really going to know what to do, how to do it, how to assess it, how to control it and how to yeah. proceed from that. I mean, there's just, you know, what the hardest part is, I think, and depending on where a listener is and they're listening to the show, but if they're in, say, like California, the laws that you have to keep up on every single year and be in compliance with alone will employ someone full-time in your staff just to figure all that out and implement. And if you're a smaller contractor, you just, I mean, 
how do you even deal with that? It's, it's nearly impossible. How do you justify the overhead for two employees to be able right. to keep up? With and you that? stay competitive doing that. So that to me is where you absolutely risk uh, uh, management and mitigation is and super important in, in just dealing with that alone. Would you know, obviously, CGP is a, is a ghost staff fanatics. We love you guys. And so... And we have ghost staff here. Yes, sir. And CGP. That's right. And uh, but but beyond that, I mean, just as a co-employer, being able to have that tool to be able to go, hey, I need a new, a new guy. Hey, but do you have man? Do you have any companies that just all they do is they have uh, co-employment uh, employees? They just all their staff are ghost staffers, like on a kind of reoccurring basis, or? Yeah, I've um, I currently have some, and I have a few as well that are still current. Um, I'm not going to give their names up on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, just okay. to be able to protect. For sure. Then, you know, cause you wouldn't know. Nobody, nobody know, would yeah. be the wiser as to um, how that operates. Yeah. Nor does it really uh, matter. You know, for, it really doesn't. And, no. you know, it's just, you know, they, they trust us to be able to uh, uh, mitigate that risk to be able to handle all the back end things for them. And, um, and we do a, a good job at it. This is what, this is what we do. And, you know, they can do what they're good at, which is the forward facing thing right. and, and push their company forward and make sure that their clients are being taken care of. I just think it's smart business. I agree. Uh, the business model is, in my opinion, it's sometimes <laughs> the hardest thing is convincing people of the business model and how it can be applied to their, to their business. Um, you get people that aren't familiar that, you know, the, the pushback is there, but why do I need you? Why I can do all this myself, right? Okay, well, true. How important is your time to you? You yeah, can do it. Thing. Your time is your time better spent on doing that, or is it better spent doing what it is that you're good at doing? Growing right? your business, yeah. Uh, I have done a lot of handyman type tasks, and and you know I've been working on my house. Yes, right? congratulations by the way. Hey, so, thank you. It's awesome. But as an example, you know, um, so I installed all of the flooring in my house, all 2,400 square feet of it. Dude. Now that, that took me <laughs> here and there, but it, all in all, it probably took me about a month. Okay. Now would my, was, was that a good expenditure of my time? Could I have been doing something else that I, Probably not. I mean, if you break it down into what it is that I make on, 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 on a daily basis and on an hourly rate, it was, it was a horrible investment on my part. So, you know, for somebody, for a contractor, you know, contractor X again, yeah. for him to say he wants to spend all his time reviewing resumes, recruiting individuals, doing the back-end HR stuff, vetting the individuals, is that the best expenditure of his time when he can be out chasing jobs or doing the work and getting them back. Yeah. Right. No, I agree with you hundred percent. I think it's, it's kind of a no brainer, but that's the thing is not everyone knows about co-employment, you know? So that's why we are the, you know, we said in our first podcast, in our, in our first podcast, we, we are the industry's best kept secret. Yeah. I'm quoting you on that right there. <laughs> that's awesome, man. No, you are definitely, and that's things I want to talk about it because it's not something that's I think widely known. 
but it is such a huge benefit for companies to be able to not only get hard jobs done or you know grow their business in a very smart manner, but it's just it's just good smart business planning to be able to do this and, and risk management and and uh, risk mitigation. So, 2019 was a big year, man. It's almost over for us. We're almost there. Uh, We're I'm, almost there. I'm almost there, man. I'm I'm excited. It was a great year. I learned a ton of things. Um, you guys grew a lot, huh? We have. Absolutely. We've grown into uh, a lot of different markets uh, thanks to CGP and your growth Yep. Uh, and allowing us to be able to help uh, you grow into those markets has allowed us to also uh, grow into those markets and expand once we're into those markets and for other clients that uh, see the benefit of our service as well. Yeah, you guys grew, uh, you opened up a couple of new offices, what, one in LA or two, two in LA? One. Uh, one in LA. Mm-hmm. One in LA. Yeah. One in LA. Yeah. We, we Arizona, a brick and mortar office in Arizona. Arizona yeah. is, is, is next on the list. It's very early on. And, you know, uh, congratulations to CGP and their, and their growth as well. I, I hear uh, you're growing into Tulsa, Oklahoma, of which we will yeah. be a part of. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to help you with that as well. Oklahoma, man. Ah, it's going to be good. I'm excited. It's, you know, I agree. I got family in Oklahoma uh, and it's a really interesting market. Tulsa is going to be an uh, amazing place to start. We have a great, um, uh, a great manager there. Um, a lot of, a lot of business there. It's a, it's a booming market. Um, Arizona, you talked about it, uh, opening an office there. That place is Maricopa County um, is one of the fastest growing markets in the country. Um, it's just, it's insane. The sustained growth that they're experiencing. Um, Absolutely. Especially from, from, you know, Arizona being one of the hardest hit states um, with the the downturn in the economy. And now that everything's going back up, they are definitely seeing a huge upswing in the amount of work that's going on out there. And if uh, if there's anybody out there listening in Arizona that could use our services, please let me know. We're going to be aggressively uh, expanding in that market. Um, I will be out there along with a lot of uh, a few of my reps uh, in order to be able to do that face to face time in a pounding the pavement, meeting everybody, shaking hands, kissing babies, all of the above. <laughs> so what would you think is the biggest thing that you learned in 2019, man? Because there's a, there's a lot of things going on. I would love to see what kind of insight you could share with people. Sure. So the biggest thing that I learned in 2019 is kind of uh, it, it, a look inwards. Mm. And really thinking about where where I'm at, where where I've come from, and the biggest thing that I've learned is you need to stay current. You need to stay in contact with everybody you come across. Um, if the relationship is good, whether it, whether it's presently beneficial to you and to them, whether, you know, I'm providing them with service and they're cutting me a check. Yeah. Even if, even if they're not doing that currently, you need to stay in contact with everybody because I've, I've found myself in situations where I wish I was still in contact with some people and it's a little awkward picking up the phone or, or reaching out when you haven't spoken to somebody in a year or two years. And the ability to be able to reach out and make contact really doesn't take that much effort. You know, an email here and there, a phone call, a text message, hey, buddy, how's everything going? You know, how is everything going, right? 
that's that's very integral, especially when we're dealing in an industry of people relationships. So yeah. definitely, definitely stay in contact with everybody out there. Make sure you call your mom. Make sure you call your dad in in, in Christmas and Thanksgiving. Um, you know, there's something I had learned, um, and it was learned passively. I side story here. You know, you know, I like the tangent. So a few years ago, I received a text message um, by from my friend, client, mentor, all of the above, Mr. Jim Robinson. Ah. Okay. I, I received a personalized text message from him Thanksgiving morning um, saying, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, you know, Jacques, et cetera. Um, you know, if, if you go through your phone, even if you have a million contacts, like I'm sure you do, or I, I know I do. Yeah, I do. For you sure. know, even if you go, even, even if you go through all those contacts, you, you, you hit them with a quick text, right? It's not going to take more than 20, 30 minutes. And you are staying in contact with everybody that's important uh, immediately and or people that might be able to help you cross the bridge sometimes when, when, when you need it. You never know. You never know when you're going to. Absolutely. I've, I would tell you that the thing that I think this year has been so important for me is really learning how to be present in the moment with people. And that is, that's all that's going on. It's just you and the other person in that moment and you're not on your cell phone. You're not clicking away on something else. That's the biggest thing that I, if I could take away from this year, like that's, that's the lesson. Be present in people. Ask great questions with your teams, with your friends. Be present and be engaged with them. Absolutely be engaged because you know this day and age, nobody does that anymore. Nobody does that. That's the exception. It's not the rule anymore. It's the exception. Everybody's on their phone. Everybody's on their email. You know, and this goes back into having those relationships, maintaining those relationships. Make sure you're being present, like you said, and staying connected with the people. Um, it's huge. It's huge. And it's, it goes a long way. Yeah. For someone who is, and this is kind of a side question, for someone who is, uh, you know, looking at co-employment and trying to have that relationship with you guys. I, you know, I, for one, want to can throw out that you guys are an extension of our team. And, you know, and so I think that's important for people to know that when you're working with a company that is co-employing with you, they're, they're part of your team. Absolutely. And, and I view every client as a uh, part of my team, myself as being part of their team. I know that the people that we hire don't, only represent me, but they're re representing our clients to their clients. So that, that responsibility, that, that accountability, I, I, I take very seriously. And, you know, I can't speak for, for other, uh, other companies on, on their approach and how they do things, but my, my account managers, my, my sales staff, you know, I, I push on them that it, it's not, a hard sell. We need to approach things from a consultative uh, sales approach. We are there to help our clients figure out what is going to be the best route. Yeah. So this is, this is very basic, and you know, I, I'm just going to throw this out as an example, a very basic example. I don't want to complicate things too much. Yeah. But you know, a client calls me and they say, "Hey, I need uh, ten people with this skill set." Okay. 
you know, I could easily say, or one of one of my reps could easily say, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to send you all 10. And this 10 is going to cost you X amount of money. The approach that I want to be able to take with, with, with our clients is to be able to say, Hey, look, what's being done. What's your goal? What do we really need? Right. Yeah. Do we need 10 people with this skill set? Will they get the job done? Yeah. But is it necessary? Because really this skill set is going to cut. Yeah. It's going to cost you a ton more money. Maybe we only need five and we can supplement the other two with someone who's going to be able to help that, that one individual. So we're doing five and five, or maybe we need, you know, four and we can do two at a lower rate. That's going to be able to manage self-manage and get the job done effectively still get the same results at a lower cost. I think that's the biggest thing is people need it to understand in the service industry is that we're all here to, of course we're here to serve, but we're all problem solvers, you know, and, and just finding and asking the right questions and really getting to know and being present. Right. Uh, And doing that and helping them to solve the problem is invaluable. And I think that's where you guys come in and being able to do that for people in facility management in construction and, you know, and just solving the problem. That that's the biggest deal. That's what we do. If our clients are depending on us to just solve it, make it go away, and that's that's the biggest takeaway for me is just being able to do that and and provide that for them. Absolutely. I, I, it started as a joke, but <laughs> you know I reinforced this with with my recruiting staff and and the in you know the people that we that we employ um, because you know sometimes when I'm sending people out into the field, you know they they're they're not always well received. Um, you know, working alongside other employees that are company employees, they don't know what their background is, what their skill set is, where they come from, where they've been, what they're capable of doing. So they're not always well received. But I've, I've told the guys, you know, you guys are SEAL Team Six. You're being deployed into an area in <laughs> order to fix a situation that wasn't capable of being handled or fixed by the by by their own employees or by the people present in that situation. So you need to go in there. No one needs to be done. Get it done. Get out. And we'll send you to the next mission. Nice man. You know, <laughs> it, you know, it, uh, it, it, it kind of started out, it kind of started out as a joke in order just to kind of alleviate some of the frustration you know, yeah. that was going on on the job site. But, you know, I really like the analogy. That I like that metaphor and the analogy. Yeah. And, and uh, it's it stuck and I use it all the time now. Well, that, I think that's it. You know, that's, that's a great analogy for facility management. Co-employment is your SEAL team six. That's it. Absolutely. That's a t-shirt right there. Your army, your Navy, your Marines. We are your, it is. I'm going to get that printed. Trademark right there. Hashtag go staff. (laughs) Hashtag FM evolution. Uh, Yeah. FM evolution. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm going to wrap up, but uh, I kind of want to catch up with you. What's next for you guys? The year's almost up. What's your big, uh, big plans going forward? Um, again, uh, the national expansion. So I'm really big on pushing into new markets. Uh, I think that our business model and what we can provide is different. It's unique, even though it falls within the co-employment, within the staffing industry. Uh, I really believe that our approach is unique uh, solely to us here at Go Staff. Uh, with our ability to be able to customize and to apply um, our our, our skill set to our clients' specific needs, um, and honestly, man, I am 
and, and you know this, I told you about this before, I am yeah. super beyond ecstatic about Oklahoma. Yeah. I, I, I've done my market research um, and I, I am beside myself in anticipation for this to open, for us to be able to get into this market uh, and push the growth there. All right, man. Well, we're, we'll support you. <laughs> we appreciate it. All right, man. Well, you guys heard it. Co-employment is your still team six. And uh, Jacques, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I really uh, am glad to have you back. We'll have you back again. We can talk about so many different things with um, employment and having, you know, a team together and, and working with them and having you guys be a part of that. So I appreciate it. I would definitely have more to discuss. Uh, for yeah. those who are looking to connect with your SEAL Team 6, uh, what is the best way to find you? You can find me on LinkedIn um, under my name, Jacques Albron, or find me on the company, uh, Ghost Staff Inc. Or please feel free to email me directly if you have any questions or if there's anything that I can help you out with. Uh, if it is not something I can do directly, I can put you in contact with one of my staff that can. That is jock at gostaff.com. That's J-A-C-Q-U-E-S at G-O hyphen S-T-A-F-F dot com. Awesome, man. Well, hoorah. Go get up. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I'm excited to uh, see what happens next for you guys, and, and uh, we'll see you next time. Absolutely, man. And if you have any of your fans that write into you that have any questions that cannot reach me directly, uh, let me know. We can do we can do a, a podcast on answering yeah, questions absolutely. for for Oh, that'd be cool. We should do that. In fact, I'll put that. I'll put how to find you guys on the show notes so people can get in touch with you. Um, and then we'll catch you on the next time, buddy. Thank you. Perfect, man. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you for having me on the show again. See you.